This is Pathos from Symphony of Heaven, and you are listening to The Johnny Taco Show. What's up? This is Johnny Tacos here with another exciting episode of Origin Stories. Today we have Florida's very own classic disaster. And they're going to show us a brand new hit that is only on the Johnny Taco Show first. This is Escape by Classic Disaster. Let's get it going. I'm ready to rock and roll tonight. Okay. 
All right, guys, that was a new song by Classic Disaster, and the song is Escape. And you know what? I want to go to Escape Room now. I I, I got ADD <laughs> today. I forgot to take my medicine. Um, you know, we're we're just gonna leave Adam here by himself to his own devices, <laughs> and I'm gonna go play Cowboy Escape Room over there at the uh, Escape Room in Waxahachie, Texas. If you ever get bored there then you're not doing it right. All right. Anyways. Have, you, have you been to an escape room? Have you done that? Uh, yes. It seems like the uh, phone is ringing. Uh, oh, hush. It's giving you the first clue. Yes. The first clue is <laughs> do not let your intern have your telephone number. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, which uh, you know, surprisingly, they have another Saw movie. So that should be yeah. good. It's, yeah, definitely. I, I actually didn't see the Saw movies growing up, and uh, my wife introduced them to me, and we watched all of them uh, leading up to one of the newer Saw movies. I don't think it was, I don't think it was the uh, Chris Rock one. I think it was the one before that, Jigsaw, and then Spiral came out later on. We went to go see that. Yeah, they're good, man. They're good. They're they're mind blowing. And and just uh, you know, we're we're getting off topic here, but hey, this is my show. <laughs> This is my show. I could cry if I want. Anyways, that's right. Now, uh, Chris Rock, you would you wouldn't think he would do something that dramatic, let alone a horror movie. But a lot of comedians are actually changing there because Robin Williams did a horror movie. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so many other. Uh, what what was that guy from uh, Employee of the Month? Not Dax Shepard, the other guy. I'm not familiar. Uh, the one that used to work at at Burger King, B King Lounge. Anyways, now nah, he's like an obscene comedian. You probably wouldn't hear it at a Christian station. And you yeah. probably shouldn't go watch Saw. Don't do it. It's, no, it's probably not the best thing. <laughs> Unless you're 18 years and older, and you know it is make believe. It's all make believe. Yes, <laughs> yes. But no, to escape room, I actually have never. I've actually never done an escape room. Uh, we we were scheduled to do an escape room on like March thirteenth, twenty twenty, and that was around the time, obviously, when COVID started, and so they canceled our uh, our appointment to do it, and we've just never done it since. <laughs> well, I did uh, two escape rooms. It was the same room twice, like two years later. Uh, okay. So you can tell how much of a variety of a of a man I am. I like. Did you beat your time though? Did you? Did Actually, you at I least think do I got worse. Oh, <laughs> it's all good. It's like it's like oh yeah, I know what to do. I know you know when you're performing. Oh, I played this song a million times, and then you totally forget the lines or yeah. the lyrics. Yeah, that's happened. Yeah, many times because you're a professional. It, it happens, and unfortunately, especially as the song the songs only get older and older, right? So like. There's more, and you feel like I should know them, so you practice less and less, and so the the likelihood of you forgetting the lyrics are uh, only getting higher. <laughs> yep, and you know what? It just it just comes to show that performers are human as well as you mere mortals. One hundred percent. Yes, they 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 put two of their legs in 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 the pant at one time, but you know they're yeah. they're just normal like us. Yeah. So let's get <laughs> let's get to this new song, Escape. And this yeah. is your second one uh that's coming up an upcoming EP, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm 
fairly certain I haven't mentioned the name of the EP to anywhere yet, so I'll, I'll say it here. Hold on, let me get the drum a, roll. <laughs> so it's a it's a, a six song EP, and we're calling it Too Blind to See EP. So a little little bit of rhyming in there, obviously. You know, Got to add some lyricism to it. But Too Blind to See EP, it's going to have six songs. There are three songs that um, were kind of the debut of Classic Disaster when I was just a solo artist. And then there's three songs that I wrote with uh, Josh Walker, who's the guitarist of Classic Disaster now. Um, and uh, those, those all the six songs that started um, us finally looking for a drummer, found Zach Lillamoyan and he started playing with us and we uh, started doing live shows. So this is basically like the prelude to what is to come with all three of us writing songs together for our first album that'll come like later on but this uh, ep is going to be a six song too blind to see ep <laughs> so so let's let's go back let's dig back into the uh the life and times of adam Oof. Let's, let's get let's get further deep not not to the point where you don't remember because you were a baby right, let's right. go let's go up to the uh growing up as a child um were you in a christian family growing up Growing up my earliest years, my father was not saved, but um, he did become a believer as I was as I was growing up. And so I was raised in a Christian home. And I think that, um, you know, it was it was definitely I, I was always going to church. I was always involved in church functions. And I think that it's actually because of that, because of, um, you know, my mom's persistency with my father um, to make sure that we were raised in that way that um he was blessed through that and, and able to be around so many church people and, and around evangelism and he ended up becoming uh, saved and joining in on that so uh so yeah I, I would i usually do say i was raised in a christian home but out but you know full transparency my father wasn't saved at the early years and he became a believer through me being raised in a church family <laughs> well you know it, it it goes to the point that lead by example yeah yeah you can't just beat somebody over the head with a bible you know right um and just throw scripture at them because there, there's a difference between the relationship and just the uh the law of, yeah. of the bible and if you don't have the relationship you don't really know god you don't know jesus even though that you can recite every scripture in the bible and all that but if you don't have that relationship you're still lacking yeah and and i do think that obviously relationship is something that takes time to um to really see the fruits of and i and i i feel like my dad has said this before but i think that more so than any like evangelistic conversation he ever had or any one liner or anything it was it was watching um watching my mom's relationship with Christ and watching other people's long-term relationship with Christ and the fruits of that, that I think led him to, to Christ and, and helped him to see this was real. Like this was something they really devoted their lives to. It was something that wasn't just a Sunday thing. It wasn't just a once a week thing. It was actually a lifestyle, a relationship and a devotion to, to God and his word. Yeah, and and it goes to the to the whole thing is you have up until uh, your death to to get repent to repent and to uh, 
to open your heart and have that relationship. So it's better it's better late than never, right? Oh yeah. yeah. So so growing up, uh, tell me a little bit about your musical uh, preferences. Who were some of your heroes growing up? Yeah, man. Um, TFK was a big one. Uh, there, you know, with all the news of them coming coming back and everything, it's super cool because TFK was like the first album I ever put on an MP3 player. Um, the set it off and phenomenon CDs. And, um, I, I, I guess before thousand foot crutch before like rock and, and metal stuff. Um, I, I really liked like Stephen Curtis Chapman and newsboys and Jeremy camp and worship music in general. I was listening to a lot of air one and the fish and, uh, stuff like that. That's over here in, in, uh, Southern California. Um, and, uh, like it, I, I caught on to like, I don't know if you know who plus one is, but plus one is kind of like the, the backstreet boy, Christian, <laughs> Christian backstreet boys. Well, you kind of look um, like a backstreet boy with your, with your hat, you know, hat on. Oh, your, sure. Sure. Your, yeah. 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 <laughs> but like CCM stuff, you know, just like regular contemporary Christian music. And, um, and I, and I remember, uh, like my first introduction, my very first introduction to like Christian music that was a little heavy was like Jeremy Camp um uh take oh, his my life. earlier years yeah his yeah yeah earlier. like take my life or is I take my life to, you know like him just going there vocally I'd never heard anything like that and that instantly became like one of my favorite songs ever and I was like there's got to be more like this out there and I think it was my mom or or some like older church dudes that were like, oh, he likes that kind of stuff. Cool. Well, we've got this whole other world of music that is like Switchfoot and Skillet and Cutlass and Thousand Foot Crutch and all these other like harder Christian rock. It's still like Christian radio stuff, but harder Christian rock music. And so I, I was getting like burn CDs from other people's moms. They were giving it to my mom and like, <laughs> here, <laughs> listen to this, check this out. So like Reliant K, Hawk Nelson, uh, Switchfoot, all, all, all of those bands, you know, like all, all these bands that are, are all behind me. Um, and uh, Thousand Foot Crutch, though, for sure was like, these guys are different. Like these guys have some attitude behind them. And I loved, I instantly connected with a lot of the words. I, I really care about people's stories and I care about um, uh, emotions and feelings. And I really feel like Trevor, when he wrote for Thousand Foot Crutch, and I'd argue if, you know, through like other artists that he's written for or projects like FM Static, you got Crazy Mary where he's telling you a story about Crazy Mary. And this is a call. You're learning about these two different people and broken wing. You're learning about someone who's going through some really difficult times and everything. Like you learn that you're not alone in what you're going through. There's other people who are experiencing the same thing um, that you are, or even maybe even worse than what you're feeling. And so it really puts you outside of yourself. And I really, really connected with that. And it's been kind of like how I have wanted to write when I create music. So you you do a homage to the uh, to the bands that had uh, paved the way for you. Absolutely. I mean, I I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for every single one of these bands up here. Um, whether they're still identifying as Christian or not, to be honest, like even Under Oath was a huge influence for Classic Disaster, 
And even though they don't identify as a Christian band anymore, there was a lot of lyrics that they would um, write and a lot of themes that they would cover that spoke to ending the cycle of addiction, being real about how you feel, being honest when you feel hopeless. And I think that those are some topics and themes that Christians shouldn't be afraid of talking about, even when we know that the answer is Christ and even when we know that he is sufficient. Um, we should still be identifying with those people who feel that way and, and covering those topics. And, and you know what? It really hurts hurts me when I, I see an awesome rock uh, Christian band such as, you know, I'm going to give an example, Red. You know, they, they were, they used to do covers. They used to be contemporary Christians and they had this awesome couple of uh, hard hitting Christian uh, metal albums that went out and then all of a sudden they go hey we don't want to be represented as christians anymore and then you know just like anybody else um uh, you know that that go that route it, it tends to like change them personally yeah and and um you know i am just so happy that there are still bands out there like disciple that's still out there spreading their gospel spreading the ministry you know john cooper with skillet uh, still out there. He he's playing in millions of people that that and playing with bands yeah. that you would never see a Christian anything a Christian band or a Christian uh, at a church. You would never see that band play there, but they're still out there. They're still spreading the gospel. They're still discipling. They're still uh, John is still a hundred percent Jesus. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Absolutely. And those are, those are, you know, if anybody were to ask me what my favorite band is, I, I always say Disciple because like I'm a diehard Disciple Dolphin fan. Single. I love, I love their, uh, their message. I love their like ministry. I love everything that they do. Um, and I think that we need to have those pillars of, of our faith who are leading the way, right? They're, be they're being leaders. They're being disciple makers through their music and even though they they aren't you know keeping up with us on the day-to-day -day, they're still trying to be as faithful as possible to what god has called them to do and i think that that's something that we on our end can be encouraged by and continue to be faithful in what god has called us to do um for sure and you know what for all the other bands that are out there that um either seem like they're losing their way or are completely you know saying they're not Christians at all. They're not, they don't identify as being Christian anymore. Maybe they're, they, they're kind of saying they want to disassociate from the body and disassociate from faith and everything, or they don't believe in God at all. You know, I've definitely taken the position of just wanting to pray for them and wanting to hope the best for them and hope that God is continuing to work in their lives because, you know, especially red, you know, we're, we're super influenced by red too. And like, um, I, I'm always thinking like, okay, cool. Like, these guys are making these decisions and of course we want them to be steadfast and faithful uh but they're in their 30s and 40s i'm hoping that when they're in their 50s and 60s they step back all these bands under oath included you know aaron gillespie i've looked up to him for a long time growing up and like i i really just hope the best for them and that god continues to bless them and work in their lives so that they can turn back to him and see that god has always been faithful to them and so they should turn to faithfulness uh, to him. And um, I really, I really do like. I try to just see 
future them, you know, 60s, 70s, when they look back, hoping that they're like, you know what, I was wrong. I, w- I turned away when I should have just leaned into Christ more. And, um, you know, we look at the Bible and we see the church has never been perfect. You've got the disciples arguing amongst each other. You've got the the letters to the different churches in Revelation where it's like, hey, you guys are doing this good, but I have this against you. Like, it's no secret that churches aren't perfect. It's no secret that Christians aren't perfect and that Christians are sinners just as much as, you know, non-believers are. And I think we have to... Um, we, we have to just be willing to love and engage with those people and then also say, all right, well, God has still called me to not compromise and me to be faithful with what he's called me to do. And I need to make sure that I'm, you know, doing that, making sure I'm, I'm faithful and doing what I'm called to do. Yeah. I just want to po- uh, point out Kevin is an awesome dude. He was on the show uh, a couple months ago, disciple because they were um, promoting skeleton palms, Psalms, their, their new album that just came out skeleton palms oh yeah yeah so good and, <laughs> such uh, a great album you know <laughs> i and, love it and i'm over here looking at your 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 new band cover and i was like hey that looks like a twin of kevin there you know <laughs> he's got the so long for, hair and stuff yeah, so i don't have the long hair anymore uh unfortunately i did i did cut the hair it's getting a little hot over here in california and uh but yeah that's i mean there's the multiple guys have that kind of hairstyle and stuff. And for sure, I was like, I want to try that out. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you, you're definitely right. You know, I, I hope everybody looks back because there's so many more, so many bands that had um, just retired out of the business came back. I, I just spoke with uh, Randy Rose from Mad at the World, uh, an 80s uh, synth pop, uh, synth pop um, Christian band. Uh-huh. And he has a new album coming out called Masquerade oh, cool. after 30 years because he had to, uh, you know, take care of the family, which is admirable. Yeah, yeah. You know, you take care of your family once the uh, the baby birds can fly, then then go back to your gift. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, with this, uh, do you have uh, upcoming um, upcoming tours coming up? To we don't have any EP? tours planned, but we do actually have a show coming up in August, August uh, 16th, that is like super huge for us. We're opening up for the Convictions Tour when they come up uh, into Anaheim, California at the Chain Reaction. Um, so we're super excited for that. It's totally like one of those things where there, there's a couple of you know Christian bands over here in Southern California that are totally better than us, totally bigger than us. And it was totally a long shot for us to ask and say like, hey, you know, we'd love to open up for this show, heavy Christian music, it's kind of the vein that we're in, and we'd love to be a part of it. And um, it just worked out. So uh, we're super blessed and humbled to have that opportunity. We're gearing up for it. So actually, if you are familiar with the band Unworthy, uh, Jordan Jimenez, the guitarist of Unworthy and kind of the music side of Unworthy, he's, uh, he's coming in and playing bass for us. And he's going to be up there on the stage, jumping up and down, moving left and right with us. So it's going to be super cool. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a big one for us, especially because like we don't necessarily have a scene over here. We're very fractured between like the the North American, not North American, the Nor- Northern California kind of emo pop punk kind of world. And then we've got a few Southern California hardcore bands 
and a few like hard rock bands and for us as for us like we're metalcore so we can kind of go in both worlds a little bit uh-huh. but it's really hard to like um find those people who are in this area who love all those styles of music of like christian heavy music and get them all in one place and so this will be basically like the first show that we're going to with conviction fans cultist fans confessions of a uh, traitor fans and them all be like right there uh for us to be able to share our hearts with and let them know like hey there's another band in the area that has the same kind of heart uh for playing christian music and wanting to glorify god and talk about these topics and and we're here and we're willing to to work to build that scene here so it's gonna be fun awesome awesome i want to thank you adam for being on the show and uh what we're going to do is we're going to go out. I'm going to, I want to play that song again. I'm going to do a double. It's going to be a double feature and we're going to bring it back with escape by classic disaster on the Johnny taco show. Extraordinaire. Yes. Yeah. 
All right, that is the end of the show. I'd like to thank my guests for coming in, sharing their music and their testimony, and just having some great old-fashioned fun. I want to thank Chris Johnson, my producer. I also like to thank uh, Sergio Polek, who is the new uh, outro music extraordinaire. I'd like to thank all the friends and family of the Johnny Taco Show. Without you, I would just be talking to myself, and that would give ample ammunition for my wife to put me away in Gotham forever, ever, ever, ever. To all the new people, you know who you are, because you think this is a Food Network show where you are trying to learn some awesome cuisine. I hate to disappoint you, but I am not a food critic. But I do have good news. The good news is you do get edification. Yes, you do get edification by our Lord Jesus Christ through the testimony and the music of my guest, along with my constant babbling. I just want to give a big shout out to all the Street Taco team. You know who you are. And you know it is always taco time when the taco man is in the house. So with no other information, I want to also thank Finding Hope for giving me that hope of Christian fellowship with all the people who are suffering from mental illness and addiction. They are an awesome, awesome foundation, an awesome festival with music, fellowship, friends, everything there. Just want to give a shout out to them. And... You know what? You are not alone. There is help, and the help is through the Bible, and to get to know Jesus with that walk, with the relationship as a father-son or a father-daughter tends to be. Remember, he loves you. He gave his life on that cross so you can meet with him in the kingdom of heaven. So God bless you. God keep you. Until next time, do not have yourself a good day. Good son, good ma'am, have yourself a great day.